0: Teachers, what's something a student of yours has said that made you lose hope for them? Principal at an inner-city high school. I had to sit down with a student who'd been caught plagiarizing for a second time. This time, from The Onion. I had a student use The Onion as a source. Specifically this one. Barry Barnes took performance-enhancing substances, reports everyone who has ever watched baseball. Hey now, the inability to tell satire from news is a really popular style of idiocy these days. There was this kid named Lawrence who was one of those typical wallflower Catholic kids I grew up with. His dad was in our scout troop as a leader and was really meticulous. Like everything had to be just so. In the late 70s, most of the troop leaders had a relaxed dress code, but Lawrence's dad dressed like a 1940s scouting manual model, complete with brown uniform and wide-brimmed hat. Everything was pleated and pressed. His dad drove an old MG Roadster that was constantly breaking down. They were upper class, and his mum was not in the picture. But the way Lawrence's dad picked on him was brutal. Stand up straight, Lawrence. Chin up. Be a good lad. Chest out. Chin up. Lawrence, don't go over there. It's dirty over there. Lawrence, stand straight and tall when I address you. Don't be rude. Wait until I've started eating before you start. Lawrence, do I have to raise my voice, Lawrence? By high school, Lawrence just gave up. He wasn't perfect enough, so why bother? He stared into space, he attended school in person only, just a blank and hollow shell. His clothing didn't change, it only became dirtier. His hair got long, he lost weight, and his clothes just hung on him. I think the only way to deal with his dad's control issues was passive resistance. By his senior year in high school, he flunked out. Not sure what happened to him after that. High school teacher here. Dude, if you don't start coming to class and doing the work, you'll fail out of school. School's done nothing for me. I'm gonna rap to pay the bills, bro. Kid was an awful musician. Couldn't make a beat. Couldn't write a rhyme to save his life. I've now had three successful rappers graduate from my class. Years later, two of them have given up on the whole thing as more than a hobby. And one is still touring Europe. So when I have some kid rap terribly at me and say that's how he's gonna make his money as an excuse for not doing anything in my class, I just laugh and then advise them to work on their flow. I work at an arts high school that attracts a lot of talented kids. You can still tell who's going to actually have a career in the arts, because only a small number have the correct combination of dedication and talent, and an even smaller subset have humility and the ability to work with others. Yep, I have a friend I consistently second-guessed when he went on about the fact he was gonna make it one day. Didn't believe him, but he made it. Then again, he was always supremely talented, and I guess he finally figured out how to work hard in the end. Kid. Totally serious. I'm gonna drop out. I'll make money off YouTube. How many views are your videos getting? Kid. I have four subscribers, so I just need a few more. I had a student who has a severe mental disability, but was quite gifted in maths. But he's told myself, other adults in the room, the special education department head, and school psychologist he is going to drop out of high school to be a YouTuber. Mum and dad are in serious denial of this fact, but he's dead set on it. You can see it in his eyes. In other news, it seems that the generation of students I have now want to be either YouTubers or professional video games players. I was born in the late 80s and when I was their age, I remember having classmates being sternly told the actual statistics of them becoming professional athletes. I still have two to three classmates, graduated high school in 2007, that are dead set on making it into the NFL but never played in high school or college. I feel this is the same with kids I'm seeing now. They don't truly understand the extremely low chance of them becoming pro in social media. Because they're growing up watching these people, of course they want to be like them. Just like the kids of our generation wanted to be movie stars or professional athletes. It's just that the world is moving into a digital age. Incident number one. Can we just not learn this? It's hard. We should skip it. Incident number two. I don't have to get good grades. My grandfather owns a house, and when he dies, my family is going to sell it for a million dollars, so I won't ever have to get a job. Uh, I have a distant aunt like that. Screwed my mother and all her siblings and close family over, manipulating her father to change the will on his deathbed. She wanted all the money, so she'd never have to work again. She spent it all inside six months and is now completely broke. She destroyed any shred of love any of my family had for her. Really, truly a horrible person. My wife told me this story about the time she was lecturing a kid on why he should try to do well in school. She asked him what he wanted to be when he grows up. His response, I want to be in jail. That's where my dad and uncle is. She had no response, probably the only time in her career that she was left speechless by a student. Frick, that's actually really sad. How about, If you study, you could get a job as a guard in their jail and make life nice for your dad and uncle as well as seeing them every day. I had a student who was always acting up. I constantly tried talking to him about his behavior, and I wrote plenty of referrals. Throughout all of this, I would email and call his mother, but never got a response. One day, he was pacing around and texting someone. I told him to put his phone away, and he said, I can't. I'm not too happy right now. So I said, Will you take it out into the hall, and I'll give you one minute? His response really shook me. He said, No, I'll sit down. I just want my mom to turn the water back on. When all you know about a student is what you see in the classroom, it's easy to forget that they may not have a great home life. So I did wonder, is there any hope for him? But it also wasn't truly any fault of his own. He just had a crap home life where he was stricken by poverty. This is how my niece is. It's terrible. She's 15 and should be worrying about school and college. Instead, she worries about getting the younger kids up, getting them dressed and fed. On Monday, she kept asking me if I could drop off some bread and milk and cereal. It's just so frustrating because there are three adults in that house and none of them work. They're just junkies. We have called Child Protection Services more times than we can count. Her mother had her at 15 and then just kept having kids. My sister-in-law also grew up in a similar home to the one she's providing now. I really just think it's one of those cycles that she just can't break. Her thought process is, I grew up like this, so why make it any different for my kids? All four of them have different dads and only one of them has a dad that's involved. I want to be a substance dealer, but the cool kind, you know, the ones that wear a suit and carry a briefcase. He was 17 at the time and completely serious. He was expelled a month later for jumping another student. When is the teacher coming? This wasn't the first lesson I had with this child. I teach computer science in university. I get a lot of freshmen that picked the major because they heard it was a high-paying major, but don't actually like the subject they're in. The worst was a recent student that asked if they could just do the assignments by hand. They don't want to use a computer, they didn't really like using them. People use computers too much, I don't start doing that. Also thought computers could do too much and wanted people to stop using them. Bruh, this is a programming course, for computers, in a major about making computers do things. You're going to need to use a computer. Needless to say, I told them this probably wasn't the major for them. Is it just me or does it sound like everyone's elderly parents complaining at the pace the world is moving in? A true old soul already, and this comment was from 2016, when we'd all been solidly using laptops at uni for a decade. I used to teach science in public high school, had to convince a sophomore that trees came from seeds, and I blew his mind. I had one four-year-old who couldn't hold a pencil. He couldn't remember how to pick it up and didn't have the strength to push it down hard enough on the paper to get any leverage. He couldn't color, had no motor skills whatsoever. He didn't have a dominant hand. His parents liked to leave him at my learning center for an hour, even though he couldn't use the bathroom on his own. He was four years old and didn't have the slightest grasp of the alphabet and couldn't retain anything we taught him. It took a month to get him to count to ten. My theory on all of this is that on top of a learning disability or developmental delay, his mum was in denial and of course he was a natural lefty who was forced to use his right hand but because of his disability, he couldn't and ended up not developing any motor skills in either hand. Poor kid. Had a fourth grader say he didn't need school because he was going to have a wife and she would do everything. Same student while disrupting the entire class also said, what are you gonna do? I know you can't hit me. At the time, the kid was visiting the school social worker multiple times a week. Dad wouldn't hold a job while mum did everything and learned from dad to disrespect rules and that getting into trouble meant nothing. Kid was expelled shortly after that for beating and holding another student against the wall and threatening to kill him. We wish we could have done something for the kid, but it was a small private school with limited resources and the parents didn't help with reinforcement. We were happy when the parents pulled the two older kids out as well since they were starting to cause a lot of problems as well. I taught lower elementary. Most teachers will get frustrated at some point by how hard it can be to get a child who may be lacking upstairs some extra help. This was the case with one of my favorite students. It didn't matter that he couldn't do any of the work that his peers were doing. Due to his incredibly low IQ, he was performing at his ability level. But he was just so nice to everyone. I had set time aside every day to help him with his reading. We were using the short story of The Ugly Duckling. It had one short sentence on each page, and after two weeks, he could get through it with minimal help. However, reading the words isn't all there is to reading. I had asked him if he could tell me what the story was about, since we had spent time on it every day for the last two weeks. He started his oral retelling off great, and I'm super excited. This is a huge deal for my man, because up until this point, I couldn't get any retell or comprehension out of him. I'm super pumped, and he is feeding off my energy, and he's so proud of himself. This kid is glowing. We're only three quarters of the way through the story, though, and we come up to the end of the ugly duckling, and he's telling me that the duckling changes, this word took us forever to say, much less read, but then he stops, and goes into his deep thinking stage. I prod him a little bit. He changes? What does he change into there, buddy? He brings his eyes back from the ceiling, and then with the biggest smile, he shouts out, a butterfly. A girl, eighth grade, told me she wanted to have kids, two to three, by the time she was 18 so she could have the energy to keep up with them and then work the pole to support them. My wife had a student in third grade who refused to do any writing assignments. My wife told him that she was going to call his parents to explain what was going on if he didn't start doing his work. He said, I don't care. My mom said I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Rules don't apply to me. My wife called his mom and his mom told my wife that she... Meaning, my wife just has to understand how her son is, and if he doesn't want to do the work, then he doesn't have to. His behaviors all made sense after that, and it was a very tough year. He stopped doing all work and started harassing other kids, probably partially due to boredom, since he was doing nothing else by the end of the year. As long as he was happy, my wife couldn't get the mum on board. I ain't doing any of that crap. My mum already said she's signing the papers to drop out. As soon as I turn 16. Look, I know that many people often drop out and end up going back to get a GED. I sincerely hope this young man turns his life around. He'd had an incredibly tough upbringing, and along with that, a history of violent conduct in and out of school. I tried my best to remain patient with him in my room and to motivate him any way I could. At the point he said those words, I just don't think there was anything more I could do. That was last year, and he hasn't been back to school this year. I really hope that, at some point, he figures things out and gets his life going in a positive direction whatever that might be. University professor here. A student last term never purchased the textbook and thus never did his homework. He sat in the back and spaced out all class, failed one exam, and barely passed the other. He came to me during the final week of class to ask me if he could do all of his missed assignments and then ask why I didn't remind him to do them. Bro, this is university. I am not chasing after you. I had one who stopped coming to class for the last six weeks of the semester, and instead of writing the essay on the exam, wrote a two-page rant about how unfair it was of me to base the exam on stuff that happened in class. Also in the rant, complains about how I had not called her to remind her to do assignments, come to class, or find out what was on the exam. A good reminder that many students aren't too far removed from school kids. No judgment, I was a moron in my first year of uni. Also, these two both seem in the making to become prime Karens. I work at an alternative school for kids kicked out of public school for severe emotional and behavioral issues. A lot of them are going to require government services for the rest of their lives. There's usually not just one thing they say, but we know that they will never have normal lives. It's a little disheartening to hear a six-year-old scream that he's going to fricking kill you, especially when you were playing tag not five minutes before. There's a young boy who can be very sweet and is an adorable blonde butterball. However, he has pretty severe behavioral problems and gets restrained at some point on a daily basis. I saw his parents one day because they live in government-subsidized housing close by and walk him to school. It was 50 degrees out and the little boy was in a basketball jersey and shorts. His parents looked exactly how I expected them to look and were rude to all the staff they interacted with. It showed me that no matter how much we do, he spends most of his life with his crappy parents. Having a child with behaviours doesn't inherently make someone a bad parent, but in our programme specifically, most of the students come from harsh backgrounds which either causes or exacerbates their behaviour. I had a student say, I don't need to learn any of this, I won't use it in real life. When I tried to explain why math was going to be useful, he responded, You're a dumb idiot, watch me get rich without even going to school. I mean, it's been done, but probably not the best idea. Paraphrased, are we ever going to use this as an adult? I mean, you won't, but some of the smart kids will. I worked in vet clinics for 15 years. Here's an example of something I heard every day. Me. Okay, go ahead and set the carrier on the scale. Owner. Do you want me to take the cat out? Uh No, we don't want the cat loose in the clinic. Just go ahead and put the carrier with the cat on the scale. Owner puts the cat carrier on the scale. I write down the weight. Okay, let's head into the exam room. But how much does the cat weigh? When we get you into a secured room, we'll get the cat out and weigh the carrier. But how will you know how much the cat weighs? Algebra. This happens every day. I had one student at a bilingual school in Mexico, who after being at the school and supposedly learning English for five plus years, still couldn't speak it and barely tried to make any effort to learn anything, didn't do assignments, and failed almost every test. When we mentioned it to her parents, their attitude was that she doesn't really need it because she'll just marry someone who'll take care of everything for her. My thought was... Who would want to marry someone who doesn't know anything and makes no effort? Just this week, I have a student in grade 5 that's pretty oppositional, has a tough home life, etc. He doesn't always try very hard, but sometimes I can see he's trying to put in some effort. We were talking about how I grade them, and he interrupts the conversation with, I don't care at all about my grades. And I thought, here we go, another rant about how unfair school is. I just want to know that I can keep getting better. Perfect. I got chills. Thank goodness. Excuse me for diverting from the subject momentarily. Sometimes I just need a more uplifting story in the middle of all this gloom. This is probably going to be buried, but I like to reference this one from time to time. I had a student who was a hoarder. He was one of those kids that we all remember who had the backpack that was filled with everything for every class. It looked like this kid carried around a small grocery cart on his back. One day I'm walking him to his locker to look for an assignment that I knew I'd given him before, and I smelled this nasty smell. Big surprise, it's his locker. Open it to find 89 cartons of chocolate milk stacked inside. That's not all. On the floor, he had a pretty large mason jar filled with what looked like dead bugs. I asked him why he had so much milk in his locker, and he said, stone-faced, to dip the bugs in. Never sure what happened to this kid when he left, but that was the most disturbing for me. I'm a second grade teacher and I have a boy who lies constantly about anything. He was on camera watching the footage of himself punching a student in the face and he crossed his arms and said, If I didn't do it, then I didn't do it. The worst part is his mum believes every word he says and attacks the school for making him accountable for his actions. He's going to do something as an adult and go to jail. When they pull him away, I know he's going to be yelling, If I didn't do it, I didn't do it. 7th grade in the US. On the first day of class, the students each said what they did over the summer. One kid said he went to Germany. The kid sitting next to him audibly asked where that was, and if it was further away than Chicago. I thought he must have misunderstood what the first guy said, so I intervened. Chicago is about 100 miles away. Germany is in Europe. That's another continent entirely. The kid looked blankly at me and asked me what that was. The word continent. I was dumbfounded and gestured at the map of the world on the wall and pointed at the continents, thinking he must have learned to pronounce them differently or something. But nope, he literally didn't know what they were and never realized that the picture on the wall of the geography room was actually a map of the world? He was in seventh grade and he didn't know what a continent was or have even a toddler's level of understanding of what a map was. I once had a student who didn't know what the answer to five times five was. This was in the preparatory year of a private medical university. Fear for the patients if she ever graduates. My mom is a nursing instructor and she has horror stories of people who have become nurses. The bad students are rude and entitled and they either skip work, lie on it, or expect my mom to do every assignment with them, step by step after class. When the student starts to fail because they're not meeting the standards, the people above my mom will give them the alternative Easy busy work, assignments, so they can pass the program and the school will start to have good statistics. So if you get a nurse someday who's a butthole or seems like an idiot, then they probably are. Me. What country did the United States gain independence from? Student. Uh, Hispanic. Tynesha, that's an ethnicity. Nah, uh it's a country in Africa. Me, internally. Tynesha, you're freaking 13, what the hell. And then externally. Okay, can someone help Tynesha answer the question? Another student. France. I teach English in Japan and sometimes hear, I don't understand this because I'm Japanese. What a well-constructed sentence for a Japanese person. Well, they say it in Japanese. I had a senior say he didn't think it was fair. I've grown to hate that word, by the way. He didn't think it was fair that my exams used short answer questions instead of multiple choice. She said, some of us just aren't good writers. I responded that if you're a senior in college and can't string a few sentences together, something has gone wrong. She stormed out of class. My college juniors and seniors, yes, plural, who tried to justify the Holocaust because there were a lot of Jewish people in Europe at the time. To make it worse, almost half of my family died in the Holocaust. They don't know this, not that it matters. Ah... <sighs> had my year two private student try to turn over his study table on me. It didn't work, I slammed it down, and then screamed at me to write out his homework because that's what his mum pays me for. There's still hope, but it made me so sad and angry as he assumed I was of a lesser position than him just because I was being paid. Like, yeah, nah, bye. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications.